We are into episode 11 of Mountain Bike Talk SA. My name is Brad Brown. It's good to be with you. Uh, today's show, fairly interesting. Uh, a few really, really cool guests on this week. And uh, yeah, I can tell you two guests from totally different sporting codes who are teaming up to ride uh, a pretty cool mountain bike race uh, later on uh, this year. First up, uh, I caught up with Alec Riddle. You may not know uh, Alec from mountain biking circles. So it's probably because Alec, uh, at the time of the interview, didn't own a mountain bike, uh, but he's signed up to do this race. And Alec is actually uh, a very competitive age group triathlete. He's qualified uh, for Ironman World Champs. He's also won his age group uh, at Ironman World Champs as well. So uh, a very, very good athlete uh, all round, and he's going to be taking part uh, along with Sibusisu Vellani, who uh, summited Everest. He's done a couple of crazy uh, adventure things as well, paddled the doozy, and uh, yeah, I caught up with Sibu Sisu as well just to find out his take on mountain biking, also very, very new to the sport. And then it is October, can you believe it, October already, the year winding down, and if you're planning your end-of-year holidays, I caught up with Tony Cook from Tony Cook Adventures down in Neisner. Uh, they have a very, very cool business. So if you're heading down to that part of the world and perhaps you, you're not too sure of where to ride and what trails to ride in the Nisner Forest, Tony Cook is your man. He's got the worst job in the world. He gets to ride his mountain bike every single day in the Nisner Forest. It's horrible, uh, as you'll hear in that interview. That's all coming up on this week's Mountain Bike Talk essay. Uh, don't forget, if you want to be in touch, you can tweet us at MTB Talk essay. You can also like us on Facebook. Just go to facebook.com forward slash MTB Talk essay. Pop me an email podcast at MTB Talk essay. Or there's a brand new feature on this, uh, the website. Just go to mtvtalksa.co.za. You'll see on the right-hand side of the website, there's a little tab that says Send Voicemail. If you click on that, you can then send us a 90-second voicemail. If you have any questions, perhaps you want to ask our resident physiotherapist, uh, Richard Fair, a question. Or if you want to know something from our sports psychologist, you can ask those questions there as well. Also, if you've ridden a pretty cool race, we'd love you to, to review it. Give us a been there, rode that review uh, on that voicemail thing as well. Uh, it is as easy as that. And who knows, you could be featured on an upcoming episode of Mountain Bike Talk SA. Let's get straight into this week's show. And our first interview is with Alec Riddle. Mountain Bike Talk SA this week. Uh, lots of big races coming up. We're sort of heading into that season now. Some some big races in the build-up to, to the bigger ones uh, later or later on this year, early next year as well. Uh, and got uh, an interesting mail in my inbox this week. And it's an absolute pleasure to welcome onto the show Alec Riddle. Uh, you might recognize the name from Triathlon Circles. Alec, thanks for, for chatting to us today. I really do appreciate your time. Yeah, look, it's always a pleasure. Always, uh, always a pleasure to chat to you guys. Thanks, Brad. Alec, you, you've you've got quite a quite an interesting background. We're chatting to you about mountain biking today, but you're a you're a very decent age group of triathlete. You were actually world champion at the half Ironman distance in 2011. You've signed up for FNB Wine to Wales uh, this year. Tell us tell us about the switch and, and why mountain biking. Yeah, look, I think you know uh, you know as with anything in life, you you know you've got to try some new challenges. And uh, I met Sibusiso uh, Vellani um, at the launch of the new Isuzu uh, Bucky's earlier this year. Uh, he's well known for uh, summiting Everest twice. Uh, very interesting guy, and we were making a few jokes with uh, with Michael Mayer about possibly doing the uh, the wines to Wales. Um, uh, for me, it was beer talk, but uh, <laughs> Michael Mayer took it a step further. 
And lo and behold, in a month's time, uh, yeah, I'm doing this great event. Uh, it's going to be fantastic, though, because um, I've never been to the minus area. So that's one of the highlights for me is making sure I finish the race so I can actually see Hermanus. Brilliant. So uh, we, we've actually got Super Cecil on the show this week as well, chatting to him a little bit about the decision. But as far as mountain biking goes, how much how much mountain biking have you done, Alec? Well, right now, I still don't have a mountain bike. Hopefully, that's arriving in the post tomorrow. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so my mountain biking experience is very, very limited. Um, I have told Super Cecil, whenever we see a mountain or anything that looks like a mountain, including a rock or a pebble, we are walking. And he has told me if we ever see a, a river or anything that looks like having to swim, um, we are going the long way around. So, yeah, this is going to be quite an exciting challenge for both of us because we're both novices. But um, I think we are there to make up the numbers, uh, to have fun, meet some wonderful people and check out the scenery. But Alec, for, for you, I mean, you, you've done multiple Ironman triathlons. You, you're, you're a very competitive age group of triathlete. How much of it is a, is a mental thing? I mean, those long sort of races, it's, it's very, especially like the Ironman, it's, it's, it, I mean, the, the training and hard work goes into it, but it is a very mental thing. How much of, of that do you think you can pull into into the wine to Wales and, and get you through from a mental perspective? Yeah, look, um, you know, Ironman is, is, is all mental, um, you know, in my opinion. You know, you do the hard work or the hard yards and prepare, preparing, and then come the race day. There are just so many things that, that can go wrong, that tend to go wrong, that, um, you know, you really have to dig deep. This year I had the fight of my life around the first boy at Ironman South Africa when I cramped in my calf uh, going around the first boy. And, um, you know, I was trying to almost wanted to stop and stretch the calf out. The only problem is there were a couple of hundred people trying to swim over me. So, you know, you, you've got to work your way through those type of challenges, you know, and um, it's, it's, it's never plain sailing, and we know this, and I think that's why we do it, because, uh, you know, we're a little bit of a nutty crust up the stairs. Uh, but the mountain biking, um, yeah, you know, I say it's going to be fun, but I know CBC is a competitive guy, as am I, and I'm sure when that gun goes, we're going to want to make sure that we don't, uh, you know, finish in the last uh, the last year. So we'll, we'll be giving it our, uh, as best as we can. Um, and the next three, four weeks, I'll be putting in quite a bit of mountain bike training and preparation to make sure I don't fall off that, uh, you know, that funny machine. I mean, what are the chances of you trading your, your time trial bike in for, for the mountain bike and, and looking ahead to, to possibly doing something like the Absa Cape Epic and, and, and possibly racing it and, uh, and sort of competing and, and trying to get in at the age group level there? You know, um, I would never say no to doing a Cape Epic and certainly it's on my bucket list. So one day I'm sure I will be doing the Cape Epic. Um, but I don't think I'll be trading in my triathlon bike for uh, for mountain bike and and triathlon uh, you know competitions for for mountain bike competitions because I found an area where I can compete at a, at, at a great level on the on, you know on the international stage uh, you know I'm enjoying there's still so much to achieve and to, to do in, in in that sphere um, you know and bear in mind one has still got to eke out a career for oneself and bring up a family. Um, you know, to try and compete in a second sport like mountain biking, which in itself is probably really tough. Uh, I'm not so sure. <laughs> Alec, you, you talk about that, and that's that's quite an interesting thing. You talk about sort of eking out a, a career for yourself and a living, and you've got family to worry about. It's quite an interesting one, and, and I think a lot of cyclists look at triathletes and they think they're they're off their heads because a lot of people work hard for a living. 
and then they battle to get the time in to train for one discipline, never mind three. How do you get that balance right? And, and you don't go out there to, to make up the numbers. You go out there to race and really compete and, and you want to win. How do you get that balance right in your life? Well, I think one of, the, one, of, one of the big things one should consider is moving to Port Elizabeth because we spend two hours less a day in the traffic uh, driving to and from work and things. So we've got two hours extra to train. Uh, that's on the lighter side of things, although it is true. Um, yeah, look, I'm in, I'm in financial planning and I've, you know, built up a really nice, uh, nice base of clients, um, you know, and I encourage my clients to live the life they choose, you know, and I try and, you know, be a good example of that. So, you know, and when I'm cycling, I probably, cycling or running, I probably think up some great ideas for, you know, the problems that my clients encounter, be it estate planning, financial planning, whatever the case is. So, I'm thinking all the time, and I'm, you know, I'm planning my life uh, as best I can. I sit down at the night, in the evening, with my journal. I plan what I want to do tomorrow for the week. So there's very little wastage of time, and I don't spend a lot of time having, you know, sort of tea parties and 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 and, and general gossip stuff. Um, I try and involve my family in in it as much as I can. As a wife, uh, Michelle's probably the greatest support to everybody in Port Elizabeth knows that. I've got two great kids, both who are involved, very sports-wise, uh, also do triathlons. You know, so I do a lot of running with them. I swim with my son. I cycle with, with my kids. And, uh, you know, it maybe I go for a three-hour bike ride and I get home and, I, and then I pick the kids up and we go for an extra hour. So, um, you know, I try and involve the family as much as possible. Yeah, it's funny you say that, Alec. I mean, mountain biking, a lot of people are calling it the new golf, and, and they're almost saying it's better than golf because you can involve your family. It is a great sport that, that everybody can ride, and, and, and you just see it so often out on the trails where it's mom and dad and, and two kids in, in tow. It, it's South Africa, we, we're so blessed, and I don't think people realize it in this country. Just from a climate perspective, we, we are so, so lucky all year round. I mean, yes, the Western Cape has it a bit miserable in, in winter, but the rest of the country, you can pretty much train throughout the year. And it is a, a great way to, to bring your kids up in, in that sporting sort of environment. And it doesn't matter what your, your discipline of choice is, whether it's mountain biking or triathlon, it's a cool place to, no, to have your family. A- absolutely. And, uh, you know, I'm just so fortunate to be able to have, you know, to have two kids who have an interest in sport and, you know, keeping them out of the, uh, you know, sort of the shopping malls and away from the, the computer games and, you know, interacting on the sports field, learning social skills away from social media, um, you know, and, and, you know, becoming proper human beings. Um, that, those are, those are important things to me. And, uh, yeah, we just got to teach them good values. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's, it's, it's sort of one of my key goals. You know, when I sit down and I plan a year, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm planning the work side, I'm planning the family side, I'm planning the kids side. And, and making sure that there is a good balance, uh, you know, throughout everything. Because it's so easy to become so obsessed and make the sport your master, um, you know, that you can actually lose it. And, you you know, you could lose a business career. You could lose a family just by taking it over the edge. And it's like training for a, and racing an Ironman. If you go into the red zone, you're going to blow and do what I did in 2009. And, and, and the marathon takes you six hours and 15 minutes, you know. So, And that can happen in life as well. So it's important to always focus in, on, on the balancing act. Yeah, it's, and keep those balls in the air. It's, 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 it's pretty difficult at times, but, but it's really, really important. And then, Alec, just finally, big weekend in triathlon this weekend. It is uh, Kona Ironman World Champs. Lots of South Africans racing there this year from, from the elite side and the age group side. Uh, who, who do you reckon is the ones to look out for from a South African perspective? 
Yeah, I'm so sad not to be there, having been there last year, but hopefully I'll be back uh, back there in time. But, uh, you know, just listening and seeing all the posts from guys I was with last year, like Carl Buckingham, um, I really do think that he's got a chance of, you know, he won the World uh, 70.3 in Vegas a month ago. I think he's got a chance of winning a title in his age category and possibly even being first amateur overall. Um, you know, we've got James Cunningham out there uh, in the in the pro section. Um you know, the race is tailor-made for a runner. So, you know, don't ride off James Cunningham. I know he'll be a bit of a distance behind, I think, out of the swim, but, uh, but I think he's going to be, he's, he's going to be in the mix, uh, late in the race. You know, and then we've got all sorts of, you know, Ironman race director, Paul Wolf. Uh, he's out there. He's unable to compete in South Africa because he's always organizing his events. Wonderful to see him in, uh, in, in Ironman Kona. He has a, you know, there's a guy who's done, uh, a sub 10 hour Ironman and really great competitor. And yeah, it's just, it's so fantastic. There's some wonderful, uh, uh, athletes competing there. Good friend of mine who trained with me for Ironman South Africa, Dan Howitz. He's out there in the 25 to 29 age category. You know, hopefully he can crack that 10 hour barrier as well. Yeah, it's, it's an amazing race. And then uh, she's, she's not South African, but we sort of adopted her as our own Jody Swallow, who's, who's made the step up to full, dist- full Ironman distance in the last year. She's also, I think, in with a with pretty good shot. Well, I can tell you one thing about Jody. She'll be leading early on in the bike because, man, she swims like a fish. But uh, yeah, Jody is one of the great characters of the sport, lovely lady. Um, you know, I've got to know her quite well. And I think South Africa love Jody Swallow. They'd love her to do well. Um, you know, and, and I'm one of her biggest uh, supporters and fans. I'm wondering if, you know, she has the necessary, uh, you know, sort of experience and endurance at this stage to challenge and the running ability to challenge in a race like Kona. Um, you know, I'd hate to say it, but, you know, in my heart of hearts, I'm not so sure. But, you know, let's hope she blows me away and, uh, you know, gets somewhere in the other podium or top 10. It'll be a great achievement for a girl, who, a lady who's just come into Ironman. Yeah, and I mean, she's got the pedigree. She's she's won seventy point three, so she's just made the step up. It might be might be a bit too soon, but it'll be a great learning experience for her to to race at that level at that distance. I'm sure. Yeah, and she and, and not forgetting, she won World seventy point three yeah. in Clearwater, Florida. So you know, she's you know, and she's done well in Ironman uh, this year. But as I say, um, you know, you need years and years of endurance. You need to be a good runner on that Kona course. Um, you know, I was I've been dreaming of Kona for twenty five years. I'd followed it many times. I've followed Rainitzen's progress, progress many times. When I got over there, I was in for the shock of my life. I mean, the conditions out there, you just can't explain them. Um, you know, the course itself, it beats you up. Uh, you know, if you are not a really seasoned, good, strong runner, uh, it's tough. You know, if Reynott, you know, Reynott hasn't got a fifth and two sevens and a tenth out there, um, but it's brutal. Uh, you know, he did fantastic with what I would call, you know, his running ability. Uh, but there's no doubt in my mind that Reynard Tissing, if the world Ironman was held anywhere else in the world, would have been a top three contender time and time again. Yeah, without a doubt. Alec Riddle, I want to wish.